This is the Youth Worker Collective Podcast. We have your back with everything from games, lessons, and coaching. YouthworkerCollective.com. Welcome to the Youth Worker Collective Podcast. I'm Jeremy Steele, and I am here with two uh, good friends and youth ministry veterans, uh, Scott Meyer and Eddie Irwin. And we are going to be talking today about safe sanctuaries in the digital world. Can you guys uh, introduce yourselves? Just tell us uh, who you are and where you're serving. We'll start with you, Scott. I'm Scott Meyer, and I am the Director of Student Ministries at uh, McFarland Memorial United Methodist Church in Norman, Oklahoma. Eddie? Yeah, my name is uh, Eddie Irwin, and I am Director of Youth and Young Adults for the Texas Annual Conference of the Methodist Church in mostly the Houston area, but kind of the eastern third of Texas. Uh, And I also get to teach uh, 9th and 10th grade Sunday school at Lakewood United Methodist Church. That's awesome. Yeah. I am. I serve at Mo- in Mobile, and uh, one of the things that I get to do is lead small lead confirmation, and specifically a small group for confirmation, which I love that because I love that age group. But um, but all that is very different right now. <laughs> it's extremely different. So uh, so and and one of the things you know, people have rushed to online meetings and uh, and. FaceTime and Zoom and all kinds of different things. And, but a lot of people, I think, have done that without taking a second to really think about the safe sanctuaries implications. So safe sanctuaries in the, in the Methodist churches are, are, uh, are policies that help us uh, keep our children and vulnerable adults safe uh, from predators. And so, um, so Eddie... I mean, where, where do you start? I feel like when, when you're trying to figure out, okay, we've got the safe sanctuaries policy that deals with, uh, what we do, you know, we have to meet in a room with a a window in it and, uh, and how do we do deal with lodging on retreats? How do you translate that in the digital world? Where do you start with that? Yeah, so the 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 way the place that I've I've instructed our folks to to start is keep the the same protocols in place, right? Uh, kind of like you mentioned, we should always have two unmarried adults in in the same room, whether that's a virtual room or a chat room or uh, whatever that looks like. Uh, and so, kind of keeping uh, the the protocols and procedures that we put in place to to protect ourselves and protect uh, our, our young people too, uh, doesn't change now that we've gone to a, a virtual setting. So, uh, you know, uh, and background you know, check too, unrelated. It, right. Yes. Yeah. Screen, yeah. Uh, whatever right, our screening yeah. process is. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, the, the screening is important. The background checks are important. Um, you know, as we've, um, uh, as we've delved into this world too, uh, we realize that just like in, in real life, there are people that are, are looking to take any advantage that they can. And so we've seen this, uh, zoom bombing where as, uh, as, as directors and, uh, youth workers are, uh, posting, they're wanting to invite and be welcoming to, uh, to their students and to their, uh, charges, they'll, they'll post it an open, uh, zoom, uh, opportunity to, 
uh, onto their social media. And so it, it creates, it, it's an open invitation for anybody to join in. And so uh, we've seen plenty of instances where uh, people have been what they're calling Zoom bombing, where, uh, you know, trolls will take any advantage of that. And so uh, having a password set up and, and running those background checks and knowing who's on uh, who's on the call is important. So Yeah, no, that's, that's huge. And uh, one of the things that uh, that I think is important is is, it, is I think this is helping us think critically really about our sanctuary policies and maybe un, and, uh, understand some of the underlying reasoning behind them. So one of the things that we've been talking about is um, uh, what makes something uh, require safe sanctuaries, right? Because the digital world doesn't always... Um, there's not, there's not always a one-to-one, right? And so, you know, one of the things that I think is important to realize is that if it's a public event, like if, if it's a municipal celebration, right, or if it's a football game, right, that's put on by the school, safe sanctuaries doesn't apply to that, right? You're welcome to go to a football game by yourself and see teenagers there, high-five them, do whatever, um, you can go to the fireworks display at the 4th of July by yourself and high five. You don't have to have two non-related non screen adults to go to the fireworks, right? Um, and, and so that's, that's an important realization that the difference is um, church-sponsored programs, events, whatever. Like those things, that's where the safe sanctuary is. So that means that there are public things that happen online uh, that uh, like a Hamilton sing-along or... Um, other things that might be live events that you might attend and students might be attending that live broadcast. Uh, but that's not what we're talking about. And, um, and so, but, but it does mean that really everything you're doing officially from church accounts and from your account as a youth worker, um, uh, it is a safe sanctuary thing. So if it's not public, it's not run by somebody else and it's not a big thing, it's not a big public event, then you got to be aware of, of that. And so if it's a church sponsored program, event broadcast, right. Um, and, and I think that's sort of a, an important thing. That's the, the two, uh, unrelated screened background checked. However, that process is for you adults is, is key in all of those places. And, um, and so I think there's probably two things. One of the things I think is, is important is um, for those accounts, uh, the, the youth group accounts, to that two adult rule really applies to that too. So there should be two unrelated, you know, screened adults that have admin access to that account and um, get the notifications for that account. Um, and um, and then when when it's uh, when there's live interaction, real or real time interaction. That's when we're talking about also in the room, right? Two in in the room, uh, and, uh, and and so that's a that's a an important part. Scott, uh, what about you? How do you guys look at um, uh, look at the safe sanctuaries uh, when it comes to uh, your uh, your social media posts? Not the broadcast live events, but you know posting images, that kind of stuff. Is there, is there a safe sanctuaries mindset when you're doing that? 
you know, we, we are really behind the times on that in terms of what our volunteers and, and other people post. And uh, other than uh, personally monitoring, monitoring what it is that, that uh, folks are posting and, and uh, requesting maybe if something is a little off to, for them to consider taking it down, uh, we have not been very good about uh, writing formal policies for that. And, and I think that mm-hmm. we, we've been blessed that we haven't gotten in trouble um, right. in terms of something being posted. Uh, but more and more, I think it's becoming aware to me that, that if we're not careful, uh, we could one day get into a situation. Um, and, and what's especially hard is, is, is keeping track of everything. I think that's the other thing, too, why, why having some sort of written policy is really important is that there are so many different avenues and platforms now that people can be on. Uh, that it's easy to uh, not know what somebody's posting on Snapchat or TikTok or something else. And, and, and that can, you know, then you can get yourself in trouble uh, when somebody posts something that is contrary to what you're trying to teach at the church. So that brings up a really great question. What about Snapchat? What about the disappearing messaging app, you know, kind of category? Uh, what is y'all's uh, guidance? on on using those things in a youth ministry context it's a you know real tricky situation right uh you know most of the um you know it's always out there something that's posted is is never really going to disappear or go away uh you know and um uh, you know we just like we encourage all of our, our youth workers or, or anybody in the church, right, should have good, solid boundaries. And so knowing what uh, what platforms are acceptable to post from the church or which ones, uh, you know, you're going um, uh, to have to be available to your students is always, you know, uh, a kind of questionable, uh, you know, and as soon as, uh, you know, Snapchat and TikTok lose favor with the students, it's going to move on to something else. And so uh, it's this constantly moving target to, to try and figure out and to, to keep up with. Um, there's, there's no right or wrong answer. It's, uh, you know, very much in how, how we use it and utilize it. So, Right. What about you, Scott? Do you have a Snapchat account? Uh, I, I do, but like, luckily I'm so old. Most of the kids just laugh at me when they find <laughs> out I have one. So like, there, there's my out. Uh, you know, I, I think, you know, we're called in, in youth ministry to go to the, the dark places to reach kids. And I think there's a lot of social media places that are pretty dark and we, we have to have accountability. I, I, I am not afraid of, yeah. of, uh, taking screenshots of what I post or what I see posted, not so much to use that against somebody, um, but just to, to have accountability. Uh, this is what I saw. This is how I responded. Um, uh, yeah. But I, I, we have to be where kids are. Now, I don't, I don't friend kids um, unless they friend me first on, on most platforms. Um, and I have both private uh, meaning my personal accounts. And then I also have uh, student ministry accounts. Yep. Um, my student ministry accounts may, I, I may, f- may friend somebody um, before they friend me. Um, and I, right. I post intermittently on both advertising uh, student ministry things. Um, uh, I, I just think that, that um, to say that something's bad and then avoid it um, is not, is I don't think that's what we're called to do, but I do think that we need to make sure that we're setting up 
accountability for ourselves so that if anybody wants to level a charge against us, we then have um, the ability to go back and say, here's what I did, here's what I posted, here's how I responded, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. That's that's one of the things too, you know, that accountability that you talked about, Scott, is as as we've gone to online Sunday or you know, zooming our Sunday school lessons and that sort of stuff is uh, encouraged, you know, even the parents to say, all right, we're we're not gonna, uh, you know, you're not gonna zoom or or as we've gone to zoom school even, uh, is that the zoom meetings occur and for our even my own personal kids, right? Uh, they they zoom in a public space, uh, mm-hmm. the living room or the kitchen or someplace like that, uh, and it's not in their bedroom or it's not in you know kind of an isolated place. And just just like we treat safe sanctuaries in the the normal church, right? We don't hold you know meetings in in the closet or something like that, mm-hmm. right? It's an open space with a window, so uh, so that we have that accountability and we have that sharing uh, responsibility with with our young people. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things I've learned from from our Zoom activity is I think we all rushed in and just used it willy nilly. Uh, It became a great uh, outlet for us to reach out to our kids. And then in the last couple of uh, days, week, whatever, we found out that there's uh, some real safety issues in terms of how people can access accounts and, you know, how they can uh, uh, muscle into um, people who have uh, meetings going on and uh, some of those things, and I, 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 you know, there's there's going to be times when, when using technology, whether it's social media or something like Zoom, where, where we're going to make mistakes. But that doesn't mean that we just run away from from using it because it's new. Um, we we right. you have to be willing to admit our mistakes and, and our shortcomings and fix them. Uh, but I think avoidance um, means that that we may not be going where the kids are. Or where people are it doesn't have to just be kids either. It could just be where are the people, right? Uh, and and I'll tell you from my perspective, uh, from the disappearing message apps, uh, I just uh, if you feel like you you need to do that, you, you've got to put real things like like you're talking about like taking screenshots and that kind of stuff if you're going to interact with uh, people on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I, I tell people, I, I kind of err on the other side. I say. In general, I just think there are a million other ways to connect with teenagers and uh, choose those ways first. And then, um, but if you feel like you've got to, make sure you build that accountability in place um, with that. Um, and and I think I think the other piece that, that you were talking about um, with the with the kind of doing Zoom calls without thinking about it, <laughs> um, <laughs> it's kind of a good word to us to remind remind us. You know, just there's usually like a ten or fifteen minute tutorial on almost all of these these tools these software pieces mm-hmm. just watch the tutorial like before mm-hmm. you do the first wait 10 or 15 minutes before you schedule the first zoom <laughs> and, <laughs> and watch the tutorial of how to use it um that's one been one of the funny things that i've i've noticed there's there's i've been on several zoom calls where people i mean they just literally did not spend any time learning it right <laughs> beforehand and had no idea showing their screen on accident not knowing like right. just right. a disaster <laughs> we we've used we've used zoom for for a couple of years and so uh and uh, in in several different ministry settings and uh and even with our uh uh, conference student leadership team uh, because we're so spread out and, and can't meet on 
you know, with, with hyper busy students, uh, you know, couldn't, couldn't meet. And so virtual meetings were our, uh, ways. And so I, I got to play guinea pig as some of the other uh, conference leadership and other youth <laughs> workers, uh, you know, got up and running kind of, they had watched the tutorial, but still weren't a hundred percent comfortable with what waiting rooms were and who needed a password and all these sort of things. And so, uh, and, and <laughs> some of our students have been able to, to, uh, you know, play into these leadership opportunities of, all right, what's, what's our best effective means uh, for, for living into this season. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, I think all of that is, is so, <laughs> it's so funny. And it's just, it's just crazy the way things have, have turned out and, and how quickly everybody has like moved without thinking and then, you know, dialed it back. But okay. So let's, let's go one more step. Um, what, what do we need to think about when it comes to, private text messaging, whether that's texting, DMing, or private chatting um, on online. Uh, how do we, what are some guidelines that we can offer people there? I think you need to make sure that uh, uh, most of your interaction with kids is, um, is, is more general. Um, uh, I, but then I think you need to not be afraid to screenshot, especially if you start to talk about kid. you know, a kid starts to say, Hey, I'm going through, a particular situation. I, um, you know, if you're talking about any kind of self harm, there's, you know, all sorts of reporting requirements, uh, but also just, just the screenshot is, is a huge and important thing to uh, hold yourself accountable. And if anybody were to, again, mm -hmm. you, one of the things that, that I have discovered is you almost have to have the mindset that someday, someday somebody's going to accuse you of something. Now I'm not saying right. live a life of fear that, that that's different. No, no, um, no. But but somebody is going to misinterpret something at some point. And how are you going to be able to explain that in a credible way that's going to restore your credibility? Um, and if, if you have that mindset, um, I think it will serve you well. I think sometimes student ministers can be we can be reckless because we want to save the world. We want to save kids. We want to, you know, all that kind of stuff. And you know, God's going to protect us. Well, that that doesn't mean you can be stupid. Right. Yeah, I, I, it's it's another way to equip and enable your volunteers too, right? Uh, and so having yeah. that other volunteer uh, or, or groups of volunteers uh, so that you don't get into those uh, sticky situations. And so um, to, to have other people in, involved and engaged in your ministries, uh, keeping your supervisor up to date with uh, with who and what you're talking about or uh, with your leadership team and, um, you know, uh, uh, allowing them to, to help be those uh, those guides. And, and kind of like Scott said, those those people looking over you, uh, you know, and helping to, to be a part of your ministry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you for helping us process some of this. I'll, I'll tell everybody that's listening that um, uh, Chris Wilterdink wrote uh, a great article that is uh, available at this point uh, as you at the time you're listening to this on the Youth Worker Collective website, as well as the Discipleship Ministry website, giving some um, guidelines in some of these areas and, and some things for you to think through. Um, because here's the thing. I know that a lot of this, there's just so much uh, on your plate. And uh, and and what, what we... Um, what we don't want you to feel like is that you have no one, no help. You've got to do it alone. Uh, so that's why we have the Youth Worker Collective. Uh, we want to be your first uh, source for 
lessons and coaching and uh, and games. All of that's available at youthworkercollective.com and more podcasts like this one, youthworkercollective.com slash podcast. <laughs> <laughs>